0: Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high value action oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall. And then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible In a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish with Purpose, and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. You're listening to episode 81 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Seckler. And today I want to talk to you about some of the most simple life lessons that you might need a reminder about that are total game changers. These are things that we just have to remind ourselves about constantly. And more importantly, sometimes we have to remind ourselves about why they're so important so that we can stay on track. I'm going to be talking about some of these things that you might need to hear again today and providing you with a little bit more information so that these things really hit home. It's some tough love today. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. It's a very cozy, overcast evening today as I'm recording the podcast, and I'm reminded of the excitement that happens when we're about to shift into a new season. So for me, I'm really excited because fall is on its way here, and it is truly my favorite time of year. But I also know that there's a lot of you that might be desperately holding on to summer because that might be your favorite month or your favorite time of year. And I think it's important to remember to just what happens and the shifts that take place during these times not only within nature and you know the different seasons but also how different cycles affect us i mean think about how things shift right like as we enter into fall kids go back to school there's you know this virgo energy in the air things tend to be a little bit more structured and we tap into that energy we tap into the appeal of kind of revamping our life, getting back into routine, getting back into structure, buying school and office supplies. I'd love to do that regardless. Who doesn't love a new journal? And as I remind you of some of these life lessons today that aren't necessarily anything new, I'm not promising you wild new research or something that's going to blow your mind, but I am going to remind you to come back home to yourself and remember the importance of these things. So many of the things that we that truly do serve us in our lives are not epiphanies and they're not necessarily things that are new. I know we're always looking for those shiny new objects, those new ideas or new procedures or something, something that's going to change our lives. But here's the thing. It's the little daily things that we do that truly are game changers and that truly do shift our lives. So without further ado, there are five Life, little life lessons that I want to touch on today that really, really make an impact on your well being, how you feel, your mood, all of it, right? Your mindful productivity. And the first one that I want to talk about is sleep. Sleep is so important. And you know this, it's something I tend to push to the side when I'm stressed. And I think that's something to think about too, is like when we're stressed, we tend to do things that don't always make us feel better, right? It's interesting how our stress response can sometimes make us even more stressed. So if you are going through a difficult time right now, or you are feeling a little bit more stressed or maybe you know that you know something is looming on the horizon that's going to take a lot more mental energy then make sure that you prepare yourself for that by making sure to get more sleep So when I'm stressed and I want more time in my day to get things done, I will push my bedtime and it rarely works out to my advantage. Sometimes I let my creative mind go because staying up late when I'm in the zone really helps me. That's actually how I created the Mindful Productivity Planner. I had this like just urge to create it and I spent four days coming up with the idea and the design and formatting it and just like getting it out into the world. It was like the craziest four days ever. And it took a lot out of me. And let me tell you, there was a little bit of burnout after that. So every now and then I allow that with my creativity. But other than that, it's so important to get enough sleep. And here's the realization too. It's totally possible to work less, more efficiently and get more done and get all the sleep that you need. Sleep is so, so important for your health. And one thing I've been realizing since I've been treating my body a little better lately and doing some workouts and eating healthier is that if I don't get enough sleep, doing my workouts is so much more difficult because our muscles need that time to rebuild, right? We're tear- literally tearing micro tears in our muscles when we're lifting weights and doing strength training, resistance training. And so we really need that sleep also, two, your mood is going to be drastically affected by your sleep. This isn't news. You know this. Your friends know this because they are the ones that deal with you when you're sleep deprived, right? Or your co-workers, especially, The thing is, is that when we don't get enough sleep, there are there's like a trickle-down effect of things that happen. And the thing is, is that sleep can be one of the easiest things to put off. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, there's a TV show I want to watch, or I just want to stay up a little bit later reading my book or doing X, Y, Z. And then when we don't get enough sleep the next day, or if we can't sleep in to kind of compensate for it, then the rest of our day just doesn't feel as good, right? I often ask myself, like, what does the highest version of myself do? Well, she gets enough sleep. She goes to bed on time and she thrives on a daily basis because she's doing the things that she can do to take care of herself, right? We can't like control all the stuff around us in our in our lives. We can't control what happens to us. But there are so many things that we can control that and we can give ourselves a really good fighting chance for feeling good, right? Also, what happens when we don't get enough sleep, we look for ways our body is looking for ways to compensate for that energy. So we're grabbing an extra cup of coffee, we're maybe taking a five hour energy or something like that, or we're eating sugar, processed sugar, or chocolate, or we're doing all these things that we maybe normally wouldn't reach for, but we're desperate for energy and when you're sleep deprived too you're going to have a lower level of leptin which is an an appetite suppressing hormone and when you don't have that or when those things are off or when your ghrelin levels are higher and you're really really hungry then that's gonna throw everything off. So sleep is actually one of the biggest things you can do if you're looking to improve your health, if you're wanting to get in shape, if you're wanting to lose weight sleep is probably the most important thing that you can do. And we often put it off, or we often don't make it a priority. Now, I will tell you there's some things that you can do to make your sleep better. A couple things that are very helpful are making sure that the first thing you do in the morning is to get out in natural light. That's gonna impact your circadian rhythm and your melatonin production that naturally occurs, and that's gonna help your body know the day has started. And so then, six hours later, eight hours later, 12 hours later, it's going to start secreting melatonin and making you sleepy and telling you, hey, if you've been up for so many hours, it's getting dark, the light is dimming, now it's time to go to bed. So if you can do that, that's going to really help you out. Also, get in the habit of creating a nightly routine, you know, brush your teeth, do everything you need to do, and also find ways to remind your body that it's time for sleep. Make some tea, um, get off your phone, you know, stay away from screens, right? Because that light is going to interfere with all of that stuff that your body's been working on and to keep you awake. So anything that you can do to tap into letting your body know it's time for sleep. One thing I've started doing lately, not every night, probably a couple times a week is I take a nightly bath. And especially like if I, I sometimes I walk Bella in the evenings. Later at night, I'm gonna happen. That's not gonna happen so much when it gets really dark really early, but we go for a long walk. It's kind of humid out, so I'm like, ugh. So I usually wanna take a bath, and I've been using like lavender bath salts with like essential oils in them, and that makes me so relaxed and ready for sleep. So here's my reminder for you get some sleep, get enough sleep, and it's gonna change everything for you. Number two on the list for simple life lessons that truly are game changers is that there is more power in doing fewer things with more intention than there is in trying to do everything just for the sake of trying to be successful. Spreading yourself too thin is not going to serve you. And I know for me, it can be really easy as a creative, even in a given day, to map out my day and be like, okay, I'm going to do these 18 things. And to totally, like, logically know that there's not enough time in the day and there's not enough time for me to, like, really efficiently do that. But I still try to do it anyway, right? It's one of the reasons I created the Daily Productivity and Brain Dump book and I structured the Daily Productivity page the way I did because it limits you in writing down what you can actually do in the day. There's two main focus projects and then there's subtasks underneath that. And while there is a place to write down additional to-dos that are on your mind, the whole idea is that you use the Brain Dump section to get like all those ideas out and then you use the Daily Productivity page to really be like, okay, with the time I actually have today, what can I actually get done. And you'll find that the quality of your work is just so much better, is so much more powerful when you really have intention behind it and you really give yourself more space. Because the thing about creative work and even projects that you may do at your job is that it's so much more than the actual doing, right? There's usually research that has to happen beforehand or you have to gather your thoughts or maybe you need information from other people if you're collaborating on a project and We usually in our brains, when we think about how much time we're going to need for something, we think about like the actual time when we're actually doing the task, when like you're going for it, like you're writing your book or your whatever. But like getting to that point takes more time, right? Like if you're writing a novel, if you're writing something or even a blog post, unless it's like a free write thing and it's all in your head already – it's going to take, there's lead up time that's going to occur before you do that task. And we don't often think about that. That's why it's so important to map that out and set an intention for the like few things that you're going to do in a given day or in a given week. So again, number two is that there's power in doing fewer things with more intention than there is in trying to do everything just for the sake of trying to be or appear more successful. Number three is about burnout and the fact that burnout is real. And just because you have knowledge of what it is and what it looks like doesn't mean jack if you don't actually take consistent action to prevent yourself from doing it again and again, right? So in your projects, when you're working on something, you have to schedule in breaks. You also have to make taking breaks a part of the process, giving yourself rewards as you accomplish certain milestones, make that part of the process. Taking weekends off, taking breaks while you're still working on something is and should be part of the process. Because when you reach burnout, and there's all different kinds of it, right? There's mental and physical and emotional burnout. When you hit that place, there, like sometimes you're on the edge and you can be like, oh my gosh, I'm on the verge of burnout. What am I going to do? Like, And you can kind of take that step back. I've been there. I get there sometimes. But once you're like deep in burnout, you kind of crash and burn, right? Like you kind of need a week to, to recoup. Or for me, I've had like mental burnouts where I've been so creative for so long without any breaks. I'm talking months and months and months that I reach a point and this happened to me about six months ago. There were like two weeks in my business where I could not create anything. I mean, I'm talking... I had nothing in my brain for Instagram posts or blog posts or podcast episodes. And luckily, I was ahead of my podcast and I repurpose content, which is something I do quite frequently. And I always tell people they should do it because no one's reading literally everything you're putting out into the world. And if they are, they're not going to remember everything. But it's so important to take care of yourself because once you get in burnout mode, you have to you you're there and you have to recover and that recovery time is not going to be helpful it, it's going to be necessary for you but it's really going to put a damper on your progress and your productivity so make sure that you are being aware of burnout but you're also taking action to prevent it and do what you need to do to take care of yourself okay here's number four your health won't get any better if you keep putting work for it first and your health second Now, and and the thing is, too, is that your work won't get any better either if all you do is put your work first. You are not a machine. You are a human being and you need to take care of yourself. You need to make sure you're getting enough water. You need to make sure you're getting enough sleep. You need to make sure you're moving your body. You need to be doing all these things. And no, they're not fun. And no, you're not always going to want to do them. And yes, sometimes it'll feel like, but I'm in flow working. Yeah, but mm, that's only going to last so long if you don't do the things you need to do every day. And one of the biggest things for me is that I'll put off movement and exercise. I'll be like, well, instead of going on a walk or doing my workout first thing in the morning, maybe I'll just like run over to my desk with a cup of coffee and um, my pajamas and I'll sit my like unshowered butt down and just get to it. And the yeah, other days when sometimes I do that and it's all right. But the thing is, is that I am so much more productive when I make daily movement a huge priority. So Again, your health and even your work is not going to get any better if you keep putting work for it first. It's interesting, isn't it, that all of these things are very simple and all of these things are already things you know, but I bet you are listening to this going, oh, she's right. No, it's totally right. I need to get back into it. And that's the thing is setting checkpoints with yourself. So as you're listening to these things, you might want to write down a list. You might want to be like, okay, these are things that I absolutely need to do and I need to make sure that I'm coming back to these things on a regular basis because it's easy to forget, right? It's easy to forget when we get overwhelmed, when we get in the zone with our projects, it's easy to forget. And it's easy to be like, eh, I'll put off sleep, I'll put off movement. That's really the easy thing to do. And there's a lot more self agency and amazing things that happen when you put these things first, regardless of how you feel and you just do the thing. So that brings us to number five, number five in a simple life strategy that truly is a game changer. And it might not be what you're thinking, I'm going to say. But number five is that laughing changes everything. One of my new goals this month and moving forward is to laugh more daily. Laughing is so important. It makes us happy. It brings us joy. It also gives us a sense of relief. Think about how many times you laugh and then you feel this like euphoric Ah, like weight lifted off your chest, the same way you might feel after a good cry session. Laughing is so wonderful and it brings us closer to other people. It makes us feel connected to the world around us. And it's so, so important. I always create little playlists on YouTube of funny videos that make me laugh, or I save various like GIFs or memes or images that always make me start laughing. And more often than not, when either my husband or I are in kind of a down mood, we will send one of those things to each other. Or I'll make a little list of inside jokes and we'll remind each other of those things. And laughing is such a wonderful thing. So my my fifth little tip for you today is to make time to laugh, whatever that looks like. Get to the movies and watch something. Do something fun with your family. Play some board games. Get out. Be active. Make joy and laughter a part of your routine in your daily life. There are totally ways to cultivate laughter and I'd love to hear your ideas as well. So to recap real quick, let's go go over these five things real fast one more time. Number one was that sleep is so important and getting enough sleep is really, really important for your overall health, mental, mental, physical and emotional well-being. Number two is that there's power in doing fewer things with more intention, right? Do things that really move the needle and get clear on what those are. And check out my daily productivity and brain dump book. If you need guided support doing that, you'll really love it and enjoy it. Number three was that burnout is real. And just because you have the knowledge of what it is doesn't mean really anything unless you take action on preventing it and doing what you need to do to maintain your own sanity and your own well being. Number four, is that your health will not get any better and your work won't improve if you always are putting work first before anything else. And again, number five is that laughter is so important. So I hope that you found these five tips helpful. Tag me on Instagram. I'm at mindfulproductivity blog. Let me know you're listening so I can say hi. And as always, you can find more resources, printables, journals, and courses that I'm creating along with group coaching programs and so much more by visiting the blog over at mindfulproductivityblog.com. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week.